I hate it already, and it's only been a few hours. I'm so tired. We get up at five. At first, I thought they'd handed me the wrong dossier. I couldn't believe they wanted this man dead. Third generation West Point, top of his class, Korea, airborne, about a thousand decorations, etc., etc. I love you in Wall Street. Nothing, man. Roll another blunt. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Um, so, so yes, I don't, I can't remember if I've, uh, uh, told the boys this theory before, but I do believe that sometimes people are just born powerful and it, and, and what they do with that power is up to them but they were always going to be a being of supreme power and and we were just talking about paul mccartney and i think paul mccartney could have easily been you know like britain's worst prime minister i think that could have been like he could have easily achieved that but instead he used his incredible power to be this like machine of pop music mm -hmm. this like this unbelievable like managed to spit out the catchiest music you've ever heard for like 30 fucking years straight and basically constantly yeah. i think tom cruise is another one of these people tom, tom cruise <laughs> could have easily been like president of northrop grummond if he wanted to i think <laughs> well no tom he could have like uh, tom cruise could have also very easily been at like waco <laughs> Tom Cruise yeah. could have been awake. Tom Cruise could have easily faked WMDs in Iraq. But yes. instead of this, he throws himself out of planes and off of mm -hmm. buildings for our entertainment mm -hmm. using I, that incredible power. I recently learned that there is a made-for-TV movie uh, for CBS years and years and years ago about what happened at Ruby Ridge... And uh, the wife in that, yeah, the wife in that is played by Laura Dern. Hello. Uh, but the but the husband in that is played by Randy Quaid. And if you're trying to cast Whoa. an insane anti-government conspiracy theory Can't do much loving uh -huh. uh, person like Randy Quaid, like that was. Uh, exceptional you casting. You got it in one. Uh, uh, speaking one. of conspiracy theories, do you guys uh, know any trivia about the baby in the film Wall Street? Uh, all I know is that Why? like that baby looks like young Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> uh, for sure. Speaking of of controversial uh, figures, uh, so you remember uh -oh. the baby in the film Wall Street? Uh, Gordon uh -huh. Gecko's baby, who he has one interaction with over the course mm -hmm. of the film. Uh, that baby is played by uh, Oliver Stone's son, Sean Christopher Stone. Can I okay. please 
uh, read you the t- first two paragraphs of Sean Stone's Wikipedia page. Yes, uh, please. Before you do, before you do, in canon, in Wall Street canon, that baby grows up to be Michelle Williams. That's a girl baby? Or, excuse, me, excuse me, not Michelle Williams. Uh, 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 <laughs> you know what podcast Fableman. this is. Uh, you know what podcast this is. You know, you know, about, you know um, what we're doing on this podcast. Um, uh, Inside Llewellyn Davis. Uh, actress, what is Carrie her name? Carrie Mulligan? Carrie Mulligan. What? In Wall Street canon, that, because ba- in Wall Street 2, uh, Money never sleeps. Money takes a nap. Uh, money that, go bed by. <laughs> it's, it's about Gordon Gecko trying to, uh, bedtime for to big bucks. with his daughter. And his daughter is Carrie Mulligan. Fascinating. But in the uh, movie, right during... it looks like Roscoe Fatty Arbuckle. It looks it like does. <laughs> it does. It looks like a baby that's about to get accused of some things a baby did not do. Um, yes. But the baby is, of course, uh, portrayed by Sean Christopher Stone, who was three years okay. old during the filming of Wall Street, an American actor, okay. filmmaker, and television host. Sean hosted a show on the Russian state-funded network RT America until the network oh, was shut down in 2022 after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. In his last episode on RT America, Stone criticized celebrities for speaking out against Russia's invasion and claiming that Oprah Winfrey has banned Tolstoy's War and Peace from her book club and said it was wrong to characterize Russian leader Vladimir Putin as some kind of dictator, quote, unquote. Wow. That's the baby in the film Wall Street. This is like a, this is like mirror universe Sofia Coppola, like... A hundred percent. Godfather one baby. Godfather famous yeah. Godfather one baby, Sophia Coppola. Mm-hmm. Uh yes, and that's and that's Sean Stone, which like yeah. conspiracy theorism runs in the family. I guess it, it doesn't matter on your personal politics, but like there's something in the Stone family tree. In the mm-hmm. stone in the stone In the Stone Zone. Juice. In the Stone yeah. Zone. Yeah. In 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 the in the juice that is passed down from from generation to generation in the Stone family, you just believe conspiracies, and either you believe that like some gays shot JFK, mm-hmm. or folks, or... welcome to can we get Sean Stone to listen to this? I bet, <laughs> achievable dream, much more achievable than mm-hmm. my previous yes. Stone based zone. In my mm-hmm. in my humble opinion, it's probably not even get... that hard to get Sean Stone on this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, let's get him on the record. Next year, next year when we talk about talk radio, we'll have special guest Sean Stone. Time to pay up, Sean Stone. Time to pay up. <laughs> Time to pay the fucking piper, you I'm... freaky little baby who turns into <laughs> Carrie Mulligan. Why did you look like Roscoe Fatty Arbuckle as a baby? <laughs> so Explain. wait, does that mean Gordon Gecko has a trans daughter? I have no idea. I mean, maybe it's a different kid. You know oh. what? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, you um, know what? You know what? I'm sorry. So I've not seen Wall Street. Uh, bye bye money. Um, but I've not seen the sip, second sip. one. I've not seen the second one. But now that I because rem- I got curious after watching this, I did look it up. I think now that I think about it, I think Gordon Gecko has two children and okay. one has died. Oh, Gordon was in prison. Well, he go jail. And so I think mm-hmm. Carrie Mulligan is one that we do not see. Uh, I think Roscoe Fatty Arbuckle is the one who <laughs> dies while while uh, Gordon Gecko is in prison. And it's Carrie Mulligan's a different child. Okay. Right. He and this child spare. looks like, like Lucille Ball or something. He had a spare yeah, you know, like yeah. break uh, like break in case of going to jail and there was just a baby inside. There's a backup yes. kid. 
There's a kid mm-hmm. that's just created so that, you know, Gordon Gecko can channel his spirit into the child at the, at the <laughs> yeah, moment of right. his death. A real child's um, play situation. It's a child's play situation, mm-hmm. exactly. That's why my Gordon Gecko doll is going to come to life when, <laughs> when he dies. Uh, nap time, for lack of a better word, is good. <laughs> He's got the pull string doll. He's, he's baby gecko. <laughs> I'm into it. A little baby that's just a baby doll that really wants you to commit securities fraud. Right. <laughs> a little, a little baby. Inside your trading, never heard of it. Gweed is good. <laughs> My favorite dad, color dad. is green for money. Dad, 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 dad. Dad, Dad works for the airplane union at Blue Star. <laughs> I love you, money. <laughs> My on again, off again, Guma is played by Darewol Hannah. <laughs> Just imagining a baby talking about Daryl Hannah. That's funny to me. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Splash? <laughs> Have you seen Splash on Disney Plus? They edited out her butt. On, on Disney Plus. From the How do they spent. edit out her butt? Well, oh, Vern, you did not see this? So no. in, oh, in the, oh it, they it, extended her hair with CGI. So no, it's no. like weirdly long and just covering her cheeks. the incredible power of CGI, they used the extended Daryl Hannah's big blonde hair to cover her you big know, white butt. Uh, while we're talking about weird uh, puritanical uh, censorship... One of the the best cheats I've seen in like getting around uh, nudity is in season two of Fargo, yes. when they put like they had like pasties that looked like her hair covering yeah. uh, her breasts, and mm-hmm. I thought that was like a very like you know they always do it in TV shows where like a couple just got done having sex and the woman is still wearing a bra, For sure. and I thought that was just a really clever way of like. Getting getting around the censor, censorship, but still, you know, just like making it feel real. I thought that was yeah. Really clever. Um, yeah, I don't know if this is like a a, a a TMI kind of situation, but I always looked at scenes like that where like characters are having sex, but like the woman is still wearing a bra as like, mm-hmm. oh my god, you know, this is just like so corny. Like this could never happen. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Sh- do something else if like people aren't wanting to be nude, which is fine. Uh, obviously, but like, you know, just find something else to, some way to shoot around it. Uh, mm-hmm. but I, uh, recently had sex with someone wearing a bra. So like it, oh. it, it I lived it. It, it happens happen. in real life. It happened to me, dear penthouse. <laughs> <laughs> I was having sex with a woman and her bra was still on the whole time. Wow. I know. Dear just penthouse. Just a little extra. Mystery. I bought hair extensions to make. Like, to make sure my hair is long enough to attach to the pasty covering covering my dick. Do you think this look works for me? <laughs> the, uh, I've got the, the fucking, um, the uh, Aphrodite emerging from the clamshell, but it's my, my beautiful hair over my over my dick. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's how they censored Terry Jones in Life of Brian. They just had a, he had that long beard, mm-hmm. but then they also had that, like, he had him wear a Speedo that also looked like beard hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who's been keeping the vow of silence for however many years, and Brian stomps on his foot. Because Life of Brian. Remember that? Remember Life, Life of Brian? Brian? Remember? Remember, Remember Life of Brian? Uh, kind of. I've seen it once. 
It was illegal in my Christian hometown. It was illegal in like actual countries. So. Yeah, for sure. No, it was it banned was, yeah. from England for like a little yeah. while. Good. They don't deserve it. Uh, no. But like, I remember at my like, um, you know, the Christian video stores in my small Missouri hometown, and like, they had Holy Grail. They even had Meaning of Life, but oh. none of them had Life of Brian. Life of That's... Brian was just off limits life of brian was the last monty python movie that i was able to get my greedy little hands on it was very <laughs> difficult to to procure so mm -hmm. uh there's still some still some feelings still some still sort some of feelings a, and you know animosity. unlike you know like last temptation of christ where like you know criterion put out some nice you know dvds and blu-rays criterion has has simply not released life of brian up that is not true point. that is <gasps> not true the very first dvd release and it is out of print but the very first DVD release of Life of Brian is a Criterion release. Oh, wow. That's yeah. when they used to just release regular movies. Yes. yes. When they used uh, to, like, that is the Armageddon, like, Criterion DVD mm -hmm. that is so famous for its Ben Affleck commentary. It was just, like, they used to just sometimes release regular movies. It wasn't always yeah. their, like, you know, current glorious beautifully and artfully put mm -hmm. together sort of packages of, of fantastic movies sometimes they were like what if we just released a few like regular films i've been watching right. uh, a lot of uh in the background while i'm making things i've had a lot of at the movies with siskel and ebert on oh and, goes uh, off i've goes loved so it hard. and uh there was one episode that was on fairly recently and by fair on fairly recently i mean on my youtube uh, 30 um, plus mm -hmm. years ago on uh, television. But uh, one of the movies they talked about was the new laser disc release of The Wizard of Oz from the Criterion Collection. And I was like, yep. How about that? They used to just they used to just put a couple I think the Chasing Amy uh yeah. Criterion release is one of those as well where it's just like, yeah, we just kind of did it. It's not like a our our current standing of like all criterion releases which is like you know mm -hmm. putting this like big laurel around like a film or a filmmaker um it is it was instead just like i don't know what if we release like half baked uh which you know <laughs> is possible chasing amy was my first criterion i uh, i hate to say it but uh i was like remember thinking like wow this is a very nice like I remember, like the menu screen started up. I'm like, wow, this is. It was very like nice. it was like thick. It was like yeah. it was kind of it was a thick boy uh, uh, DVD. I remember that it was like a thick boy DVD, even though it just had like a DVD inside of it. It was like, but some DVD cases were just fat. My Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back case was also yep. like a was a thick boy, was a fat boy, um, for no apparent reason. It's not. I mean, they had two discs in there, but you could fit two discs in a in a regular size case. Kevin talking about. What DVDs look like? This is new. No one. I've never done this before. <laughs> now this, this is, is audio. Like, consumed my fucking brain for the last like thirty years. The uh, only thing I've ever used TikTok for. The uh, uh, R.I.P. Top Hat Video, uh, gone but not forgotten. Top Hat Video has changed their hours from uh, always to forever, and. Uh, Always to never. Uh, and uh, and my wife and I, uh, like vultures, arrived to pick at the bones of Top no, Hat. you gotta. And, and bought a whole bunch of, just a just a stack, just a stack of uh, other movies. And so now, like, one-third of our movie collection is that, like, uh, previously viewed from a video store DVD case where it's got that hard plastic lip. 
where they used to put the thing inside of it to seal the case to keep from stealing it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and it had the, like, it has a weirder outer texture. Like, yeah. it, it has mm-hmm. a thicker, hardier yeah. sort of plastic on the outside and is often, like, a slightly thinner DVD. I mean, I I have vultured a going-out-of-business video store many times in my life, a couple times in my hometown. Uh, when I went to Webster <laughs> University, there was, like, a blockbuster that was going out of business, and I fucking, I picked it that. I fucking I know that blockbuster. I, I went to that blockbuster, too. It was too. on Big Ben Boulevard, baby. Yeah, yeah. And we just fucking, I did a big scoop or no maybe it was on it was it was on the same street that we ended up living on Vern. i don't remember what yes. that what that cross street was but you know what i'm talking about watson uh, watson yes it was on watson yes uh and i yeah i, feel, I mean that's definitely I where, almost like, my just copy of Brick came from <laughs> i almost just like oh yeah where blank lives <laughs> currently to this day at yeah. 123 watson street <laughs> watson road so sorry um Yes, absolutely. Uh, and this is, of course, your annual episode of Getting Stoned. Getting the, Stoned. The, 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 the uh, annual occurrence where, where the Movies for Babies crew get together uh, and watch a film by a uh, uh, controversial Hollywood auteur, uh, Oliver Stone. And, uh, you know, we <laughs> might uh, also uh, maintain some substances while we're doing this. You know, it Who might. Can say? Look at the look at the date on your phone and see when this got uploaded. Put two and two together. You'll 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 figure it out. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. <laughs> I'm finally letting you two talk to me because at last I've had my coffee. Do not talk to me until I've had my 1987 Oliver Stone vehicle, Wall Street. (laughs) Y'all, so uh, we don't need to talk. We last year we covered Born on the Fourth of July, and we we discussed our our familiarity with Oliver Stone. I'm assuming that, uh, with the exception of us watching this movie, nothing's really changed from last year. No, nothing. You know, I have not dipped further into the stone catalog okay um uh, uh this was the this was the first oliver stone movie i ever saw i saw this back in okay. high school um this is the only oliver stone actually that's not true because i watched born on the fourth of july twice last year um they it, because our because of scheduling delays on our on our podcast um so uh this is the this is the second oliver stone movie that i've ever seen twice uh and i've still only seen like four of them uh, but I guess, you know, over a period of a long enough years of doing this, uh, I will have seen them all one day. One day. Uh, so you had seen this one before? Yes, this is the first one I ever saw. Okay. I borrowed it from my friend Ben in high school from his, his, uh, fairly massive DVD collection. The pastor's son, Ben, uh, oh. and his big, his big, mm. his big DVD, basement DVD collection. I borrowed this from him and in high school, you know, cause I'd heard for years, obviously like I saw it. When did Money Never Sleep come out? Maybe that was like 2013. I think um, it, yeah, it was certainly post like 08. Right, right. That makes sense. I, you know what? And there's just no way to know what year Wall Street Money Never Sleeps came out. There's just, I mean, you can't. Careful, be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful. Uh, you wake up money. Don't wake it up. Don't wake up. Don't wake money. Money. Okay, so so money money never sleeps came out. In 
2010. Uh, so, so Money Never Sleeps was not quite out yet, but, but for years, you know, I had heard about the character of Gordon Gecko, mm-hmm. the legendary, you know, star making mm-hmm. turn for Michael Douglas. And, and, and you thought they like, were talking about Gex. I thought I was talking about Gex, the, the Gecko. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> who, who, uh, you know, this, this film is just like a party at Michael Douglas's house. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> And uh, I remember, you know, all this, all this hype leading up to it. I haven't it, gotten and financial as... advice this bad since I got short shaft by Bernie Madoff. By Bernie Madoff, <laughs> uh, as as Jimmy Buffett once sang, "Madoff, Madoff with all the loot." Um, and so this is also in the in the. I saw this movie in the age where I'm like tipping over from person who likes movies but is mostly containing it to like the works of Adam Sandler to mm. like. I'm trying to get into like real movies, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where Cinema. this is where a young this is where a young man starts diving into the catalogs of a Martin Scorsese, of a Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. The uh, the this is good question mark pile. The just yes. the movies that you have heard of a whole bunch, so you're like, well, this must be like classic cinema, uh, and the only quote unquote classic cinema that you have access to. Being in a small Midwestern town. Yes, yes. being it's... like whatever is immediately available at your local Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Way is... easier to get a copy of Wall Street than it is to get like Il Vitaloni. A hundred percent, right. Because like I did not have, you know, uh, the I had uh, no cable growing up. We had a mm-hmm. few movie channels. So like, you know, every so often you could get like the TV edit of Fargo on like a Saturday at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. But like. You're really limited in your options mm. of, of of what is available to you. Uh, no internet either, so like could not explore those territories. And um, but you know, so like again, whatever is available at your Walmart, which is Tarantino, which is like three Scorsese movies. You know what I mean? And, they don't and, sell those watching... like fif- those box sets of like fifteen French New Wave movies. Right, they sell fifty uh, John Wayne movies that he cranked out in a three week period. Right, like they—that's that's the kind of uh, yeah. They don't they don't have the the Jean Luc Godard uh, collection at, at at your local Walmart video section. Uh, but I did watch Wall Street in high school and found it uh, deeply underwhelming uh, as a young teenage cinephile. And revisiting it now, um, all these years later, found it just as underwhelming <laughs> just just found it i know that the movie that i'm about to compare this movie to came out long after the movie wall street but it's amazing the degree to which like martin scorsese's the wolf of wall street just kicks this movie's fucking ass i was gonna go to court before i got high i was gonna pay my child support but then I got high. No, you wasn't. Uh, they took my whole paycheck. And I know why. Why, man? Yeah, hey, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I think we all need to get closer to our wife. Bye. Spend some time with your wife. I Take my Wi-Fi, please. Uh, I don't know enough about the internet. I'm trying to like... My computer it gets no RAM. It gets no RAM. I'm working on my new character, Rodney Dangerfield, as an IT guy, uh, and I need to uh, need to learn more about internet and computer. Take stuff. my CPU, please. Take my. <laughs> Last night, I deleted a Trojan horse with my pajamas. <laughs> the Trojan horse got my pajamas. I'll never know.
<laughs> you ever wake anybody ever tell you that you look like malware? <laughs> I was gonna make love to you, but then I got high. I'm serious. I was gonna eat your pussy too, but then I got high. Now I'm jacking off, and I know why. Turn this shit off. Yeah, because I got high. Keep going. Because I got high. Do that over, because man. I got high. Come on, man. Don't. Come on. Come on. My entire life because I got high. I lost my kids and wife because I got high. Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Now I'm sleeping on the sidewalk and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Um, yeah, so, so, uh, what are we talking about? Wall Street. Garden uh, Wall Street. Street. This Wall was Street. my first time seeing this movie ever. Not uh-huh. something I grew oh up watching. My and, God. It's, I, let me tell you, hearing, like, about Gordon Gecko, whose, like, reputation did precede him, and just kind of having a general awareness of this movie, and then seeing it in the year 2023, uh-huh. makes this a movie good... feel very quaint. <laughs> Indeed. A good, uh, oh, are we at like 36 years since the release of this movie? Yes. Yes, wow. we are. My, oh, my, oh, my. This the movie is that, old enough to be president. In the time that this movie got made, Wall Street got occupied. Yeah. So it's different now. Yep. It's different. It's different than it was before. It's different now. Mm-hmm. And it's, everything's good now. Everything's After good all. now. There's after no all the, problem. After you watch this movie and you see their crimes, you're like, well, we simply must stop mm-hmm. these crimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything learned their, everybody learned their lesson and, uh, mm-hmm. and the world doesn't suck. Uh, right. It doesn't good. suck. It's, like, you know, we have, uh, yeah, you know, where we have, uh, we, we know, like, we still have competitive, uh, airlines that are like yes. highly localized yes. and actively competing. Oh, uh, we still have manufacturing, um, none of our trains derail. Uh, no. it's, it's a, we consider it not normal for trains to derail hundreds of times every year. And we actually did something about it. Listen, corporations should be able to save a couple bucks here and there. Mm-hmm. Listen, a couple bucks. What's a couple bucks for an ecosystem? You know what I mean? What's what's a little what's a little, uh, uh, livelihood of an entire town compared to a couple some macaroons? Couple of couple of clams. Just What's a couple of money. clams compared to a couple of clams? You know what you I got, mean. You got to hustle if you want to make that dollar. They're just trying to make, make some money. If you want to make that big, I'm just trying to make a little money. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying hey, to make a little money. The 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 five corporations that own literally everything, uh, and would would crush our skulls under their boot if they possibly could. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to wet their beak a little bit. And yeah. I say thank you, corporate. Thank you. Thank you, corporate. Thank, thank you, corp company. daddy. Thank you for thank you, company. My I always make sure to tuck in my money before it goes to bed. Whenever whenever a, a big company step on my head, I uh, make sure to turn up and go and I lick that boot. You know, it's it's, there, it's my it's my children and I want what's best for them and I just I tell my money I say you won't be comfortable sleeping here. Go, go run off. Go run off to a big company. They'll, they'll, they'll keep you warm. You, <laughs> you belong. Safe. Yeah. Money if you belongs love something, with money. Set it for I've you. always said this. Money belongs with mm-hmm. money. And if some, yeah. if, if there's no money in a place, don't put money there. Because mm-hmm. obviously, money doesn't belong there. Put money mm-hmm. with other money. I've always saying this. I want, I want you to be able to thrive with, you know, like with. 
it's I have a real Harry and the Hendersons relationship with my money. Mm-hmm. Where get out of I here! I'm, con- I'm constantly telling money to go on and get. <laughs> yeah, I I realize it needs to be with its family, and uh, and so I I always that's why I always have a tearful goodbye mm-hmm. with my money in a forest, and uh, and and I just send it off to the to the company. I mm-hmm. love uh, recreating. Money had to go back to its home planet. Yes. I love recreating the standout scene in Miller's Crossing with with my money, where where the the I the money I drag the money out into the woods and the money's like, please look into your heart, Kevin. Please look into your heart. And he runs away, mm. and 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 the movie is about how my money is gay and that's causing some problems. Mm-hmm. Money is so gay, dude. It. You know, you're take- for lack wait, of wait, better- hold on. You're taking paper from another man? That's kind of sus, okay. Kevin. Okay, Can you I- want to take a bunch of pictures of a bunch of dudes and put it in your back <laughs> wall- pocket right by your butt? Okay, right by your- okay dude. Okay. I, you know, I keep my wallet in my judge. front pocket near my, near my pee-pee. I don't, you know, so there's a- I don't need a bunch of old men near, near either of my holes, okay? Okay, you're exchanging goods and services with another man? Okay. Oh, you're really okay. taking okay. it from another man? Hey, you know, His uh, money, you know, it's the year 2023. We're a lightened and progressive society. Uh, I, I'm, I don't want to yuck your yum. You do whatever it is you need to to make you happy, uh, for you to feel like an individual. But you know, and if that means just putting a bunch of old white men down your pants, then go ahead, man. You do it. It's all <laughs> I'm good. Not, I'm not. Money is money's gay now. Yeah, money gotta gay. look like a rainbow. Money gay now. I need money to live. It's literally ableist to tell me to not get money. <laughs> I need it. I need it so bad. It's literally ableist. It's literally ableist to ask me to pay taxes to part me yeah. from my money. It's literally ableist. What I can't get my own jet to get around, I have to be able. To, I don't have the spoons to fly commercial. It is homoph- <laughs> It is homophobic to ask me to fix the railway instead of keeping money. It is homophobic. Yeah. It is homophobic. Do you want poor gays, Kevin? No. No. Money Chad's got sleepy head seething right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay? My money needs its fucking beauty rest, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my my <laughs> My money need go nap nap. I talk in my money. I say good night, money. Good night, money. Go sleep in the company, money. Go, Let's you've see. earned it. Go, you've uh, <laughs> you've upgraded. You've been upgraded to the company suite, to the presidential suite. Mm-hmm. Money, your your money, your no, your money's no good here. Your uh, money's no good here, money. You know what, money? You're, you get the top bunk. You get the top bunk. You know what, money? You can bottom tonight. <laughs> it's like cornhole my money. Mm-hmm. I make my money into the shape of like a sexy lady. <laughs> I have sex with all my money. <laughs> I, I, I give my money woman just like big, big honkers. Mm-hmm. I just... uh, so, some billion buck bazongas. The reason Kevin's uh, previous partner was still wearing a bra is because it's easier to keep the change from spreading out across the <laughs> If you keep it in a bra. I got my money in some damn crotchless panties. I got, yeah. I got my money in. I uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin, I really gotta respect it. I'm glad you gave her a roll of quarters. I keep my, my I keep my money in like a latex bodysuit with an zippable crotch. <laughs> Kevin came to bed like he was Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> I'd be Scrooge McDuck diving into that money pussy. 
<laughs> I'm me, Scrooge McDuck, jumping off the diving board right in. Boy, do I love eating my paycheck. <laughs> uh, so Wall Street is about the story of Bud Fox, wannabe uh, Wall Street impresario. Wanna, wannabe, he want, he, you know, his dad is a simple mm-hmm. uh, uh, plane smith making, making many fine planes at Blue mm-hmm. Star Airlines. A union Fox, man. But Bud Fox has some other ideas about what he should do with his mm-hmm. life, and so and so he is a is a simple Wall Street man buying and selling stocks, wheeling and dealing. But much, idol- much. I'm sorry. Much like uh, our friend Ron Kovic, Bud Fox wants to be somebody. Wants to be somebody in this in this great nation of America, where 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 money never sleeps this great nation of america where the dream is possible where mm-hmm. anyone anyone with a dream and a little work ethic can can become something make something of themselves in this world uh and so he idolizes the fucking giga chad the fucking impersonate mm-hmm. the, the the living embodiment of uh the meme of the very strong mm-hmm. jaw man the you know mm-hmm. average mm-hmm. anime enjoyer mm-hmm. or whatever and <laughs> Uh, uh, he, he idolizes this guy. He calls him every day. He's like, please. Average money enjoyer. Average money enjoyer. The money <laughs> fandom is really toxic, actually. It I think is. The yeah. money, I think the money fandom. Guys, I'm so sorry. I wouldn't have shared that tweet. I didn't know what money had done previously. I'm so sorry. I've, I'm so oh, sorry. I, I hate having a milkshake duck money. Yeah, money is getting canceled. canceled. (laughs) After this podcast, money is canceled. Money is canceled. We're Mm -hmm. finally we're doing a hit job on money today. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have quit. I'm quitting money pussy hard turkey. You know what, guys? Finally, we're finally holding money accountable. Unfollow the money. Unfollow the money. Unfollow the money. Mm. Dox them. I'm doxing money, dude. I'm posting Mm. money's money's old tweets, and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. Exactly Mm. what we're talking about. Money should be fired from directing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh, So Bud Fox, he calls up Gordon Gecko every day, and he's like, "Please, Mr. Gecko, please, please take a chance on me, please." It's my birthday, please. Yeah, uh, uh, Bud uh, Fox played by Carlos Estevez himself, uh, yeah, uh, Charlie uh, Sheen. Five minutes of uh, wouldn't it be funny if we had uh, five minutes of your time. Just kidding, unless unless <laughs> uh, Mr. Gecko wouldn't that be funny? And he like funny. he's he's like he DMs like Gordon Gecko on his birthday. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, he's taking okay. it like a little mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, hey, sweetie. Hey, sweetie. Breath, uh, like, just, just constantly Gordon. posting breathtaking in the replies of mm-hmm. Gordon Gecko's feet pics. He's always Gecko posting, dude. He yeah. is fucking Gecko's reply guy. He is in them tweets. Like, he he is there. He's in gagging Gordon Gecko's, Gecko. In Gordon Gecko's message requests folder on Instagram, there's, like, 115 messages from uh, Charlie Sheen that says, like, Hey, hey, dear! Looking mm. beautiful today. <laughs> and just you know, and Gordon Gecko's not not even seen the message. Bud Fox either. is mad simping for Gordon yeah. Gecko. Yeah, like he just he's absolutely he's down so fucking bad for mm. Gordon Gecko, dude. Mm-hmm. But he's but, simping, but the S is a dollar sign. But he gets to yeah. live the simper's dream. <laughs> Thank you, the Justin. Simper's dream. <laughs> he gets to live the Simper's dream. He's in Simper's paradise Simper-fi. because he's living high in <laughs> Simp heaven. <laughs> Simplify. <laughs> he's living. He's living high on the simp 
Simpog, because uh, he remembers Gordon Gecko's birthday, and he uh-huh. sends him a personal. Uh, he gets him a little birthday gift. He gets him. He gets him some Cuban a box cigars. Of Cuban cigars. He wants to go into Gecko's office and Lewinsky with those cigars real fast. Mm-hmm. And um, he wants Gecko to just bites. sniff Gordon's chair just once. Gar- <laughs> Gordon Gecko, uh, he bites off the tip of one of the cigars and he says, "Tastes good." Bud uh, Fox buying Gordon Gecko bath water. Yeah. It's- <laughs> What uh, do you Gordon mean Gek- there's no Gordon Gecko in it? Yeah, I have, Gecko, he gets, the uh, he gets it biologically analyzed. tested to make sure there's <laughs> Gordon Gecko, Gecko DNA in the bathroom. He's like, Gecko never farted in this tub. Mm-hmm. Gecko, Gordon Gecko, he, he stopped like Twitch streaming and now is strictly an OnlyFans person. Yes. Uh, he's selling his, uh, he's selling his bathwater. Uh, yeah, and he's Gordon like, Gecko got that, got that paywall pussy. And, it, and it, there's a video of Gordon Gecko, and he's and he's taking a bath in the water to show that like this is what we're selling. And Gordon Gecko's like, this dog has fleas. This dog needs a bath. And uh, and then he sells his bath water, and Bud Fox just uh, just woofs it down. Buys it all. And and, and and Bud Fox is like, I need I need eighty shares of Gecko bath water at sixteen and a half. Set. <laughs> I need the fucking gecko pop, dude. Dude, Gordon uh-huh. Gecko would have a fucking Funko pop. Um, oh yeah, Gordon yes, Gecko's so. got junk bonds in the trunk. Yeah, yeah. he lives. Well, no, but, no. But there's Fox like, lives Gordon the Gecko sim- would have his own line of NFTs. Hundo P, <laughs> Hundo P, dude. But Gordon, Ge- but Bud Fox gets to live the simper's dream of like he just makes that one post that just cuts through, <laughs> that just gets through the noise, gets gets. Gecko he gets noticed notice. by sem- by senpai. <laughs> senpai fucking notices him because he remembered his birthday. Um, and this is I will honestly say oh, I did I did not much love the film Wall Street, but I will say these first uh-huh. like 25, 30 minutes of like Bud Fox as as hungry Wall Wall Street empresario simping mm-hmm. bad. Getting into Gecko's office, I think that whole first act is really like mm-hmm. well constructed. It's exciting. It's economical. Like you understand everything mm-hmm. you need to know. You got well, the whole movie in there. No, the, the best part of the movie is, the, is the one that has the least Gecko in it. <laughs> right, Gecko is almost better as like the faceless figure that we are chasing after. Yeah. Than he is as like an interesting character that I like yeah. to follow. No, he's actually very boring. <laughs> what they yeah. should have done, if I could, I think there should have been like a rewrite. And what should have been done is like Gordon Gecko is always off screen, and he's communicated yeah. uh, to him through his secretary yeah. uh, Howie yeah. Mandel. And I think his staff should be like thirty women with briefcases. <laughs> and I think like. <laughs> That would have made a very interesting movie. I think that would have been a lot more fascinating. That would have been like really God. good, actually. Right? That would, yeah. would have been an infinitely better movie. I would watch that is, show. And instead I, of like a movie, it should be like just like seven million episodes of it. Right. It made, and then like every a very week, producible like, show, like a shockingly yeah. easy to produce show. Okay, Bud Fox. Deal or no deal? Like, what are you? What are we doing here? The first contestant is Bud Fox. The second contestant is Shia LeBeau. And then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, Bud Fox, you need to climb the aggro crag. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, Bud Fox, spin that big wheel. (laughs) 
Bud Fox sachet, you stay. Actual <laughs> real price, uh, retail price, uh, without going over. There should be three men that all say they're Gordon Gecko, and Bud, and Fo- Bud Fox has to determine which one is the which actual one is Gordon Gecko. Which one is the real Gordon Gecko? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then Gordon Bud Gecko. Bud Fox has to show Gordon, Gordon Gecko Bud Fox his baggage. Can, Bud Fox can be like, I would like to buy a vowel at, I'd like to be buy 50 vowels at 18 and a half. <laughs> Two and a half percent. Yeah. Oh, all right. I want a short vowels. All right, so that I can uh, pick up vowels for a for a value in, in the morning. And it should be called. And it should be called Wheel Street. Oh. What if it's the same movie, uh-huh. but it's but but Gordon Gecko is played by Pat Sajak. Mm-hmm. And, and Sajak has is with a dollar sign. And Daryl Hannah is is uh, Vanna White. Uh, Vanna White, of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> And um, and she's always click touching stocks. Touching, yeah, yeah. No, she's always t- touching those like talk those stock turnstile screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And Bud Fox is some schmuck from like Fort Lauderdale or something. Yeah. <laughs> and the wheel says like short and junk and uh, trade yeah. and like. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. But yes, he lives the simper's dream of getting into Gecko's office. Mm -hmm. And Gecko is like, okay, you know, impress me. You know, like you're, you got the date, but like now you have to make good on the date. You know, it's not enough to just get one date. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So, so, and Bud Fox, he's fumbling that ball. He's like, uh, I don't know. What's your sign? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. Do you have any, do you have any hobbies? Have you ever like played World of Warcraft? He's just like, he's fumbling that bag. Do you like Oliver Stone Um, movies? Do like <laughs> you guys like Green Day? Ladies, if you go on a first date and a man asks you, "Do you like Oliver Stone movies?" <laughs> that's a red flag. Hey, get out of there. Yeah. Hey, babe, do you like Snowden starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Sell, 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 sell. <laughs> get it. Sell, sell, sell. That dog has fleas. Get it out of there. <laughs> get it out of here. A hundred percent. Yes. So, but he finally, but luckily enough. For uh, uh, Bud Fox, he had he had had a nice little little luncheon uh, with his father uh, the 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 day previous, uh, mm-hmm. where where his father gave him some some insider information about what is going on at Blue Star Airlines, a tiny regional airline, mm-hmm. and Bud Which proffers don't that information. Anymore. Yes, uh, but Bud proffers this information to to Gordon Gecko as like a stock opportunity, but Bud Fox is an infuriating character because he wants to be like a Wall Street empresario, but he keeps putting on these illusions of like morality. He's like, Mr. Gecko, that's illegal. That would be a crime. I'm doing it for, I'm doing it to pay off my student loans and like build generational wealth. It feels like one of those fucking like Adam McKay movies where someone is being like, can you believe they're going to do a crime? Can you believe that, like, but these isn't that businessmen illegal? are going to do something mm-hmm. illegal? Yeah, this did, uh, Kevin, uh, Adam saying, uh, invoking Adam McKay is uh, very kind, because I was thinking <laughs> of Neil Breen, uh, <laughs> which is... Uh, it's a, well, there is that scene where Gordon Gecko has, like, five laptops, because he's yes. the most powerful hacker. He legitimately does have mm-hmm. several computers. He has several computers in 1987. Uh, Dude, so yes. the ultimate power move of my man having a cell phone and, in 1987. Mm-hmm. And they started in real estate. Both Gordon Gecko and Neil Breen started in real estate, so... That's where they earn their big money. Hashtag eyes on Breen. Eyes on Breen. <laughs> 
And and they, you know what? Honestly, uh, Gordon Gecko and uh, Bud Fox really are a twisted pair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, and uh, absolutely. And uh, uh, and Bud Fox uh, found uh, found out a lot when with his uh, his uh, time in Wall Street, and turns out they were fateful findings. <laughs> Is this the worst or best podcast in the entire world? Listeners can be the judge. Yeah. Um a hundred percent. History uh, will absolve us. History will absolve us of our many of our many crimes. <laughs> like referring to Bud Fox. Bud Fox is his name. Is the uh, name of this Fox and Gecko. Animals. Discuss. Is, uh uh movie trivia. Did you know that in Wall Street? Uh, the character originally was not going to be named Bud Fox, and that was a suggestion from Charlie Sheen. And Oliver Stone, when we first heard it, he said, that sounds too much like Butt Fox. <laughs> but then they kept it anyway. I got a Butt Fox for you. Mm-hmm. I got and a then Butt also, Fox for in the original Charlie script, Sheen. In the original script, uh, uh, Bud Fox's character was Jewish, but Oliver Stone said, Let's not, so we don't perpetuate that myth that mm. Jews run Wall Street. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fair enough, Ollie. Fair enough, uh, Ollie. Uh, Good this call, is all actually. according to Internet Movie David Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need websites like IMDb. I am DB. Um, <laughs> I am DB. And he does a thumbs up to the camera, and it plays. This must be the place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let I love me. A hundred percent. And yeah, and then after you know he he finally gets in Gecko's pants. It's it's just sort of two more hours of them just doing boring crime. Yes. Uh, like, you know, like, like mm-hmm. they plan to purchase an airline <laughs> to sell mm. it for parts. And I'm like, like, hit, no, like hit Butt Fox's dad's airline. Yes. Yeah. They, right. You know who actually rules in this movie? Martin Sheen. You know who actually fucking brings home the bacon? Martin Sheen. Oh, Martin Sheen is good in this, this movie. movie. Martin Sheen, you know, Martin Sheen has always been a good actor. You know, you can go back to Apocalypse Now and Badlands. But, like, boy, when he hit. Dad age. He mm-hmm. became one of the great actors. He, uh, yeah, uh, we, he, he, he shows up in the very first part of the movie at the bar, and then we don't see him again for a long time because he goes off to the Philippines. He has a heart attack yep. on set of Apocalypse Now, mm-hmm. uh, and that's, you know, we see him again in the hospital bed, uh, after recovering from his heart attack. Oh. Yeah. I know it's crazy. Uh, and then, boo 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 boo. Internet movie database <laughs> trivia. Do 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 do. Hey everybody, I'm Kurt Loader, and uh, here with MTV News, uh, Charlie Sheen said that he pulled uh, from his emotions when Martin Sheen legitimately did have a heart attack on Apocalypse Now for the scene in which he greets his father after his father has a heart attack. Wow. Good. For the Internet how, Movie Database. How old is wow. Carlos Estevez? Old, born in 65. So he was a teen when, when his dad had a heart attack mm-hmm. on Apocalypse Now. That's probably that's probably pretty tough. Yeah, that's spooky. Uh, while you're both in, like, fucking Cambodia. Like, <laughs> I've not seen my dad in 17 years because he's been filming Apocalypse Now. <laughs> 
and he, I finally seen him famously and he's had lied about his age. You know, was yeah, underage yeah. when he auditioned for Apocalypse Now, and by the time uh, he graduated, he was a grandpa. By the time that movie was over, he was mm-hmm. a grandfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, Martin Sheen is 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 good in this movie. Uh, uh, he he walks into the apartment later on whenever like Gordon Gecko uh, pitches his idea, and Martin Sheen's like, "I'd make a lousy Republican," and it's like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Well, he's basically just playing Bartlett in this movie. I mean, listen, Martin Sheen is usually playing Bartlett, and I and I love Martin Sheen. I saw, I watched him in the movie Pop Star uh, last night. You know, mm-hmm. uh, me too, me too, <laughs> me too. I saw that you chased uh, Wall uh, Wall Street with Pop Star, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, great I'm idea. I, I, great I did fucking this, idea. I did the same thing. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you did. Martin Sheen double feature, uh, and and uh, so so what a what a good decision was made. And uh, but yeah, Martin Sheen. Listen, once he became an old man, he kind of locked into it. He yeah. kind of he kind of settled on his thing. And it fucking worked for him. I don't know. There's just this thing that happens with certain actors when they reach a certain age, where they just become infinitely more interesting than they were mm-hmm. when they were a young man. And it's, mm-hmm. it's it's as simple as being a little world weary, getting some little creases on your face. I think Michael Keaton is one of these people. Yeah, where like Keaton just secretly became like going from like a goofy '80s comedian to like a secret like working class hero. Like he's just he's now looks like the most working class man you've ever seen in your entire yes. life. Uh, Mark Marin is experiencing this currently, mm, uh, yes, yes, where yes. he has become one of our great character actors. Uh, Ray Romano, just like I don't know what happens with these people, but like a switch flips, and you're now a deeply interesting actor that I love every time you show up. They age I think it like is like weirdness, line. and also just age, like changes your face, sure like, like 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 just like you know, like some muscles are like going away fat is building up in other places like your nose just takes on a new form <laughs> like your face yeah. changes in a way that is just more distinct it's more distinct and more expressive and it's like it's like all the little motion capture dots that you put on someone's face but like it's just wrinkles it just is your yes. face <laughs> and it's just like you're capturing they're emotional the... motion they're emotion capture dots. emotion capturing that's yeah oh. that's emotion uh, <laughs> uh tm 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 trademark copyright uh yeah dude we're getting fucking emotion capturing oh my god they didn't <laughs> oh, have to put the dots on willem dafoe's face for uh, beyond two souls. It sure did. Just, yeah. just look at him. Just yeah, look at look that at motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Put, look at him and just take that face. Put yeah. it in computer. That's mm-hmm. all you need to do. All you need. Well, to yeah. Do. Well, no. We'll just compare him to like William Defoe in Streets of Fire. Like mm. he's oh, and he I looks do. fine, but way less interesting because he has a young face. It's too smooth. He does. There's no texture. He does look less interesting, but he is wearing like leather cranberry bog waiters the yes. entire movie which is interesting to me well that but that but that's dress not face yes that's right that's wardrobe is doing is doing a lot of work in, yes. in that movie 100 percent. they a, call a him willem dafoe but honestly willem deface because that is an emotive uh it's a great face mug mm-hmm. A face I fell in love with when I was fucking 10 years old and I watched, like, Spider-Man for the first time. Hell and I was like, yeah. yeah, Spider-Man's cool and all, but, like, really want to know everything there is to know about this guy. Mm-hmm. Really obsessed with Norman Osborn, <laughs> a.k.a. the Green Goblin. Gotta know more about what's 100%. happening here. 100%. And that has carried me truly for the mm-hmm. rest of my life. Yep. And honestly, yeah, 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 you've... Yeah, yeah, and honestly... Yeah, yeah. 
if you stuck to your guns with that, you'd still be cleaning up. Go along on William Defoe. Yeah. Oh absolutely. right. Yeah. If I had, if I had oh if I had if I hadn't sold my fucking Defoe stock. <laughs> uh, oh, you got geckoed. I got geckoed, dude. Yeah. I got I they I got geckoed so fucking hard on my Defoe stock, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got a you got decayed on on your Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. stock. Hundred percent. I sold my fucking Dafoe stock like right before Antichrist because I thought it was about to. Did you guys? Out. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming that you guys had the same experience as me. Uh, in the very first part of Wall Street's a fire, um, Bud Fox gets like he finds himself in a bad situation, and I don't know anything about Wall Street and stocks because. This is all made up. This is all right. horse shit. Fake. This is all stupid and made up. Like, I don't know anything about Wall Street the same way I don't know anything about Magic the Gathering because it's all made up. <laughs> it's all made it's up. It's not dude. real. I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna just... learn this shit any more than I'm gonna learn Warhammer. And it's, yeah, and it's when I'm, and it's when I'm trading for fun. blue chip stocks, when I'm laying down lands yeah. so I can fucking mm-hmm. lay out my my green white financial <laughs> deck. Right. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be fun, but people take it too seriously. It's mm-hmm. like Wall Street is like competitive Smash Brothers. So like, I don't pay <laughs> attention to it. But like, uh, I'm sure that you guys. The the one thing, one good we're thing. We're doing. At Wall Street, we're doing stock market. Final destination. No items. Yeah. No yeah, items. The, Fox the only. One, the one. The one good thing that the stock market ever did is, uh, I made two hundred dollars turned into a thousand dollars and bought my bought my wife a nice like anniversary weekend at a hotel oh. so like that was cool um uh power to the players mm-hmm. uh trade in your <laughs> old stocks for 20 percent off the new releases but uh, to the, uh moon. The, uh the very first part of the movie like bud fox is uh like he gets screwed and i don't know anything about wall street stuff and he goes oh i got decayed and my dumb brain is like, he got Donkey Kong? <laughs> he got Donkey Kong? <laughs> and turns out it's a whole other mm-hmm. Wall Street terminal, whole, just made up horseshit thing. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, like, uh, 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 I guess we are talking about the movie. They There's, really should call Gordon Gecko King K. Rule. Honestly, he <laughs> is, you know, he is, a Gecko would be a Kremlin. Yes. Uh, for sure. Speaking of speaking of Oliver Stone, Hal Holbrook is the leader of the DK crew. No, go ahead. Hal Holbrook is like Cranky Kong. Um, oh, for sure. But Bud Fox is this young idealistic, like you know, like Diddy Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like Kevin said it. Or I think it was Kevin said it earlier. Maybe it was Justin. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know who said it. Right. But anyway, uh, they said this like. The, after the f- first 20 minutes of this, it's just like an hour and a half of just like, yep, they're still doing crime stuff. Yep. It's, it's it's just like kind of flatly shot, um, like industrial espionage, basically. Yeah, But yeah, there's yeah. no thrill to it. It's not, it's not shot as like tense or like, like, oh, is Bud Fox ever like in danger? But also, it's not shot banal. Like what? Like he is committing crimes, and they're boring and routine. It's just. Sh- it's almost shot like a fucking at like a TV show. Like it's just so flat yeah. and lifeless. While he's like dressing up as janitors to go through trash, or like 
lot or like trying to trick his old college buddies into like give him intel for money it's like every once in a while they do they'll do things like uh bud fox will be having an argument with someone and like Mm -hmm. the camera will like just walk up to him and push in so it's got this like light kind of documentary feel Mm -hmm. and apparently like Oliver Stone, because he's Oliver Stone, is like, I wanted to shoot this like a war movie. You know how I made a war movie? I wanted to do this like a war movie, but it's on the battlefields of Wall Street. You know, like Platoon, but it's Wall Street. Wall Toon. Law Street. You know. And, uh, but it just really just comes across as this, like, me whenever I have to film something where it's like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. This I'll make it make sense in the edit. Like just I'm just gathering footage of things that are happening and I'll try to make sense of it later. It's uh it's every once in a while like they'll like walk in on a guy or every it's there's some clever like editing stuff. There's some like fun thing where it has like the stock windows and like the full like frame becomes like eight little windows and there's like you know your what you would expect from like a hustle and bustle like buy 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 sell 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 yeah. montage right or like this um, or the shot of gordon gecko like standing on the beach and yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, gorgeous yeah. it's like it's like not it's like right before sunrise and he's like just in a tiny corner of the frame while this like roaring surf pounds down on him but it yeah. doesn't mean anything or really relate to anything it's just a nice shot right um it's it and i just i think about like even just this same exact script handed over to a michael mann handed over to a martin scorsese handed over even to an adam mckay Mm -hmm. where like he could at least make something interesting out of the little schemes uh, say what you will about the man's career. The Big Short is a fun movie to watch. Scorsese it does feel did like do his version of this. It's Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, it's true. exactly. I'm just thinking about like, and it's it's really good. It's yeah, really entertaining. Way better it's than this. Well yeah. It does feel like um, much how like the Social Network benefited from like it being an Aaron Scorton or Aaron Sorkin script that went to that got um, filtered through Fincher. That the yeah, Fincher, like like strained out some of the like more insufferable Sorkinisms mm-hmm. while keeping what is great I, about that guy's work. Yeah, yeah, I think this would have really benefited from like from like a, a the the old David Filter uh of just like someone else that is not so Oliver Stoney mm-hmm. doing an Oliver Stone thing. Yeah, it needed this movie needed like to to be a bong instead of like a pipe hit you like you needed to like filter some of this out so yeah, like yeah, you yeah, needed yeah. to like kind of kind of push it through a different medium a different I substance will, i will say like i will say watching this last night that like it did kind of like get me on a visceral level i did have like a strong emotional reaction to it but also in the last two years like i've had the displeasure of being young, idealistic, like, I want to be blah, 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 to, like, just total monsters that are only care, that only care for money. So, like, yeah. I got burned uh, by two jobs here in uh, uh, in Utah, you know, on, you know, not on Wall Street, but on, on State Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Main and Street. So, like, 
I did have like an emotional and visceral reaction to this, but I it wasn't so much the filmmaking. It was just more so like the, the same way that like if you saw like an animal get hit by a car, you'd be bummed out if you immediately put on like Moonrise Kingdom and saw the dog get shot with a bow and arrow. Yeah. Right. It's just, just it just happens to line up with your personal experience. And maybe Maybe in 1987, like, people were just not aware that, like, Wall Street was a bad place where people did crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a frame of reference for everyone's, like, perspective on Wall Street in the mid-80s. However, in the year of our Lord 2023, like, you're not telling me anything I don't already know. No, that's, Mm -hmm. like, that's probably the thing that's made this movie age so poorly, is that the, the whole, like, its whole premise of... Can you believe they're doing this? Yeah. Is no longer new or shocking. Like right. we all like, know like and I and people are either trying even harder to do it themselves um in like more in, in just increasingly more ludicrous and unstable ways or they've just kind of resigned and accepted it. Right, and, like, the yeah. this movie, like, just expects you to be so... It's kind of, you know, like, referring back to, to Born on the Fourth of July, the film that we talked about last year, like, that movie, I think, is also presented in a pretty, like, sort of matter-of-fact way. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think, like, it, 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 Oliver Stone, at least in, in the 80s, is, like, very presentational in his style. Just, like, mm-hmm. simply, like, look upon this... And and look at just what has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it, I think it, that does change by the time we get to, like, JFK. But, like, mm-hmm. the horrors of the Vietnam War and, like, what we did to uh, uh, young men in this country and obviously what we did to the, to the people of Vietnam is just will always be viscerally horrible and terrible mm-hmm. uh, and shocking uh, in a way that I think made that movie pretty effective by my standards whereas like wall street it's like i know guy yeah i know and And like yeah it might be because of these movies that like us you know that we just you know not us three explicitly but just like people in this day and age like we don't by and large like we don't think well about you know the vietnam war we don't think like a lot. Uh, I don't. I no. don't know many folks my age that are like, yeah, no, we ever, everything that went down there was uh, justified. We did a good, good job. Uh, <laughs> I feel like and just maybe, one for the gip- a maybe for every, Maybe it's because of his filmmaking, but I feel like with the Oliver Stone films that I have seen, both for this pod and outside of this pod, I feel like the reaction he's going for is the viewer to go like. Oh, you know just like one of those like i can't believe it a, um, a, a, I, I, something to pop the monocles out of everybody's eyes exactly. it's honestly you know I, you know who the, you know who this mf reminds me of i've been listening recently to a, a podcast where they've been talking about every michael moore film uh mm. and like they i recently listened more, to their favorite 911 how do you like them how video. do you like them more more mm. more how do you like them how do you like anyway thank sorry you. thank you uh where they were recently <laughs> talking about like fahrenheit 911 and like so much of um michael moore's movies are like predicated around like you and the audience going like i can't 
believe yeah. this. Like, yeah. I can't believe Michael Moore couldn't get senators to sign up their kids to go to the war in Iraq. Like, these people are so crazy. Right. You know, like, and, I, and it's and it's not. And it's not shocking yeah. that it doesn't work. I mean, like, obviously, you know, Fahrenheit 9-11 came out in a different time. But You like, know, yeah, that is, because, like, bowling for Columbine, whenever I saw it, uh, it was still new, still fresh. Like, it aired all the time on formerly the Independent Film Channel, now IFC, which doesn't stand for anything. And, like... <laughs> sure not, doesn't. Uh, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with this. I'm down for it. But, like, now they just, like, they show reruns of, like, the monkeys. Which, like, don't get me <laughs> wrong. Which is fine with me. Monkeys. Fine with me. But it's a, it's, a com- it's a fundamentally different channel from what it used to be. Right. But uh, Bowling for Columbine, I remember, like, seeing that at a young age and like that being like really impactful Mm -hmm, and there is some like impactful filmmaking in that and i remember like uh fahrenheit 9-11 like having to sneak it uh sneak rent it from the video store because my parents would not approve of me watching it no way um i remember like sneaking that from the video store and watching it and like i do remember like crying at that movie just like Mm -hmm. oh my god um Mm -hmm. But then fast forward to uh, years and years and years later where I'm in living in Linwood, Washington, and I watch Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 11-9 uh, about, like, the the Trump presidency. And, the, and there was not a lot of folks there in the theater. Everyone that was in the theater, with the exception... And I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm so fucking smart and you're all sheep. Blah, blah. But there was a handful of, like, older folks in the theater that were like, oh, I can't believe it. What did the Cheeto do? And he, he lied to the Cheeto in chief. He lied. And, the president and I just, I just lies to like, the public. And I just remember like being in the theater watching it, and I'm like, "This isn't enough. <laughs> this isn't enough. Go like, further. Go further." Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, you know, it's like, it's the the issue is like, uh, it, it's people missing forests for trees. You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's like people not liking activists, not because they disagree with their points, but because they're loud and rude and kind of I don't antagonistic. Like how they block the street. Right. Like that. Exactly. It, it's like, oh, you're being like, you're, you're yelling at me. Well, you've yeah. You've broken the, the decorum. Right. Like you, you've, you've, you've. Uh, <laughs> caused a little disturbance, which is of course mm-hmm. worse than whatever you are mm-hmm. protesting against, right? Yeah, because uh, protesting is not supposed to disrupt anything. It's not supposed no. to make notice of anything. It's yeah. not supposed to. It's not supposed to like put the tea in the harbor. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to. No, no. It's supposed to <laughs> be like smooth. And yeah. uh, seamless and uh, really frictionless. It doesn't actually cause any disturbance, any uh, real mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, it mm-hmm. should just uh, fl- like you should not have to notice it or encounter it in any way uh, or feel affected it should, by it. Protesting right. should fly completely under the radar, and mm-hmm. like <laughs> uh, protesting should be like uh, carbon monoxide, where it's just like undetectable mm-hmm. and. Until yeah. it's too late. That's right. You know, that's what it's. Yeah. Hundred percent. It should. Uh, uh, protesting should be done in the way that it was done uh, at our alma mater, Webster University, in the designated protest zone 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow, yeah. Don't you dare put a bag over the Gorlock statue. Go to the protest zone. <laughs> go to the protest zone. <laughs> Don't put a Two money points, bag penalty. over the Gorlock go statue. To the, go to the protest zone. Go to the, go to the I zone. I forgot about that. Why didn't I... It. Why didn't I hear about that and immediately drop out? Why did I <laughs> <laughs> continue this for several years uh, uh, after that? After mm-hmm. after the announcement of the creation of the designated protest mm-hmm. zone. Well, I, uh, that like that was a thing at um like during the Bush administration at like multiple political like national chair conferences. Um, they would have designated free speech zones for Iraq war protesters. It's like the smoke zone at the airport. Yeah. It's like like the place where you let your pets shit at the The, airport. The entire room is a different shade of, like, it's like, you know, yellow. Yeah, everything's yellow and gray. And and the floor is just littered with spent protest signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just yeah, just uh, just the stubs, the stubs right. of like the post that the the, the, the post uh, the poster board mm-hmm. was on. It's the last yeah. place where there's a protest sign vending machine. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think they should let us smoke on airplanes again. Yeah, one hundred percent. You think but I'm gonna take like cool. an eleven hour flight without my Marlboro? You know, I did like whenever I was watching. This, I should be I able to like, br- like uh, I should be able to like blast Cubans on an airplane, and everyone whenever should w- say thank you. Yeah. When I was watching this, I was kind of like, the first thing that Charlie Sheen does when he goes to visit his dad in the hospital after his dad's had a heart attack is he goes to light up a cigarette, and I'm like, I imagine there'd be like an oxygen tank that like would mm-hmm. explode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were just different fucking rules back then. I yeah. mean, it truly was like it's so hard to imagine now. But like, I even thinking back, I'm like, you know, my my the the Warrenton, Missouri Denny's had a smoking section. May still to this day, you know. The, like, uh, I see the, bars I, I, in St. Louis that are like explicit that market themselves explicitly to smokers as a smoking. Yeah, bar. I have. Uh, I, I think. Friends of the friends of ours uh, are, are probably know this, but I've got that like antique hair dryer chair from a yeah. from a beauty shop, and like one of the funny things about that is like built into the armrest is an ashtray. An ashtray. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, and I remember like so good, and I remember like uh, you know my 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 folks and I as as and my family as little ones like we used to go out all the time, we always go to different restaurants. You know, it's like once a week, that was a thing that we would do. And then uh, Illinois made it, like, illegal to smoke in places of businesses. And then, you know, and then all of, then all of a sudden, like, you know, my mom and my dad just became, like, God-fearing patriots. And they're taking our rights away. And mm-hmm. that we're slip. You know, this is this starts the slippery slope into communism and all right. stuff. Of course. Uh, when, when, you you know, take, uh, when you take away FEMA my ability well, no, to the, chief the, the FEMA camps will be smokers only. Exactly. I remember, like, we, we went to Ryan's, which was a buffet. And, like, the, our table was kind of in front of, like, the, the fire exit. Because that was, they had one room for smokers. And I remember my mom like, look at this. I'm blocking a fire exit. This is so blah, blah, blah. Just like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden she cares. All of a sudden, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whenever whenever the majority's rights are just lightly infringed upon. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so, 
fucking in, a minor inconvenience for the sake of public health. You could still smoke. Yeah, yeah. You were just in a room that you yeah. like. You just couldn't smoke exactly. Everywhere. You can still smoke in public. There's this a room to a uh, one room at this restaurant to become a disgusting pig pen as right. opposed to the entire rest of the right. You can still. It's do not that. our You're fault. You can't agree. stand to be around that anymore. <laughs> yeah, it does suck being around nothing but like cigarette smoke all day. You know, I will say my my folks, each each individual parent that I had smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. Hot so man. growing up, there were two packs of cigarettes that I was breathing in every day. And I and like I remember like my my folks used to get so indignant or like it doesn't smell it doesn't buh, 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 buh. and then like I moved out of the house I got my first apartment and then it came time to like visit my family uh-huh. and and walking up to the house like before I like on the sidewalk of the house I started smelling the cigarette smoke and it's just like when you live in it you don't realize it but whenever yep. you do step away from it and you have to like walk into a smoking section walk into like the smoking area or whatever like it fucking hits you like a brick wall and it, yeah. it's fucking gross it's fucking <laughs> gross it's like when you go over to your friend's place that has a pet and it yeah. and they're obviously mm-hmm. used to it being real stinky in there a very elderly I, cat a very elderly yeah. cat or, like, people who are not super diligent about that, their litter box, uh, and they're obviously used to it. It doesn't bother them. But then you – they invite you over for food, and all you smell is cat shit. Just all <laughs> you – all that's all that's digging away up there is just – is, is The harsh and, uh, ammonia of piss. And you've completely lost your appetite. You have 100%. no – Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, classic. Classic tale. A tale as old as time. T-A-I-L. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's an old cat. Because it's a cat. Because <laughs> it's a very, very old cat. Now, this is an old Deuteronomy. Love a fucking is... incontinent Deuteronomy. Welcome back to Podcats. Uh, we're yes! Talking, oh, course, we're doing all my about... all my classics. All my old faves. All we're my, talking, of my... course, about the classic Yarn Ball Street <laughs> with... <laughs> scratching uh, up the Wall Street. Uh-huh. Scratching up the Wall Street. Yeah, that's better. Way, way better. This is good. I don't know. Like we didn't quote unquote. I mean, we talked about the movie quite a bit in my personal opinion, but also there's not like, much to talk about. Not much to I, talk about. Uh, I will say uh, I, this movie is a, uh, it's a nice catch up with a bunch of character actors that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, John I, 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 I love seeing Hal Holbrook. I love seeing one of the guys that works for Gordon Gecko is the guy that Lisa Marie Presley distracts at the Oscars in Naked Gun 33 and a third uh-huh. by, uh, by sure. popping bubble wrap. Um, the guy who pops bubble wrap at Lisa Marie Presley at the Oscars in Naked Gun 33 and a third. He works for Gordon Gecko. There's mm-hmm. that, um, that Canadian actor who uh, this is mean and I'm very sorry. Uh, John John Capity say his eyes are a little too close together. Uh, he's in Ace Ventura. Uh, he's he's in this. Um, the the lady um, from uh, True Stories and from Edward Scissorhands, Annie McEnroe. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you blink, you'll miss Annie McEnroe. Uh, there's a lot of really fun 
uh, that guy actors in this movie where you see them and are like, oh, yeah, that guy. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, Look uh, at him. Oh, oh uh, two, uh, two appearances from the cast of uh, Who is Harry Crumb? Uh, two folks that are in the movie, the John Candy film, Who is Harry Crumb, that are not John Candy. Uh, the boss, <laughs> Bud Fox's boss, is the dad whose daughter is kidnapped and who is Harry Crumb. And there's another guy who works for the airport who is like a detective or something mm. in that movie. Just a bunch yeah. of like... You got James Spader hiding in James here. Spader, you, got, uh, uh, you got Terrence Stamp. You got Sean Young from completely from forgot she was in the movie. I remember seeing her in the credits and going, "Oh, Sean Young," what? and then completely fr- didn't even recognize her in the movie. She's the one who brings over the the Putinite. <laughs> uh, apparently, do 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 internet movie based internet movie trivia. Good, uh, good. Apparently. They realized very early on that Daryl, Hannah, and Oliver Stone did not get along. Oliver Stone uh, did not like what? working with uh, Daryl, Hannah, but Why? he did not want to. He did not want to fire her because he didn't want to admit that he'd made a mistake in casting her. And mm, uh, Sean like guy. and Sean Young is in this movie, and Sean Young uh, would was not cooperative on set. Mm, she no. showed up late on set because she thought. Daryl Hannah should get fired and replaced with Sean Young, and the so she showed rumor... up dressed as uh, Daryl Hannah's character and snuck into Oliver Stone's office. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the rumor is uh, that Sean Young stole all of her character's wardrobe. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for internet movie database trivia. I'm Kurt Loder. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, kind of amazing if all of that is true. Also, I just, I hope everyone out there really loved my uh, Batman Returns uh, joke about Sean Young. Um, Oh, I missed it. What was it? Oh, uh, well, because Sean Young famously uh, uh, dressed up as Catwoman and snuck into Tim Burton's office. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so she dressed up as as Daryl Hannah's character Mm -hmm. and snuck into Tim Burton's office. Anyway. Sean Young, wow. Uh, uh, what a lady. What a, what what a, a lady. What a lady. What a lady, uh, what a night. Going from appearing in, like, Ridley Scott's Blade Runner to appearing in Poor White Trash filmed in Southern Illinois. Oh. <laughs> Just oh, a... What a lady, uh, what a night. Ended up being a different kind of dystopian future. <laughs> Am I right, folks? Mm-hmm. Am I right, folks? Am I right, folks? Uh, I don't know. Any, anything else we got on the on the on the film Oliver Stone's Wall Street? Greed, uh, pretty good. Greed is good. <laughs> greed is good. Um, Love greed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked uh, the end of the movie. The it shows us a, a cityscape, and the cities turn into bars of gold, and the the sky turns into like. The black, uh, like CRT pattern of a computer mm-hmm. screen, mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like you know the credits look like '80s excess, which I'm like, oh, that's cool. Did you get it? Um, uh, you, uh, I liked uh, you know, my favorite part of the movie nice was the credits to too. Open on the uh, twin towers, that's uh, it's just always a nice. You know, they showed the twin towers a lot in this movie, <laughs> and I could not. I eventually got to the point where I was like, did Oliver Stone know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they just like. <laughs> 
did famously make a movie about 9-11. He did make a movie about 9-11, but just, like, maybe it's just because, like, what happened to the world? I don't know if you guys heard about this, uh, but on Hey, Kevin, here's something. (laughs) Here's something. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin, you hear about this? That's cold, Jay. That's cold. Uh, (laughs) Jay Jay Leno doing the rock thing where he, like... It lets every he's the first guy to let everybody know that we got Bin Laden. Like whenever, was, uh, hey, whenever, Kevin, whenever John Lennon got assassinated, uh, like whenever John Lennon got killed, the news was broke by Howard Cosell on Monday Night Football. Could you imagine like the twin? Well, what, folks, outside of the, uh... <laughs> could you imagine like? September 11th happening during a taping of this night show with Jay Leno and Jay Leno having to be the one they announced to a nation that Hey Kevin, here's something at uh, 945 uh, first plane struck the West Tower Hey Kevin Hey Kevin, here's something We got a clip, pull up a clip I don't know. I don't know if it's just because like we know what happened to the sep- the, the towers on September 11th but like Every shot of those feels yeah. ominous. They feel very like precarious. Know, they just—that's the one they part of the movie that does like not age. Big bad. imposing like towers. This is true. There's but something in about that, and them shot. being like financial institutions. There yeah. is something like threatening about. Yeah, that. something like yeah, actually yeah, yeah. malicious and like. There's something very cool. like Sauron about those towers. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, it's just I don't know I don't know what it is but uh, we were talking about uh, hey Kevin here's something big news out of Dealey Plaza um, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about uh, Spider Man earlier uh, oh yeah do 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 internet movie database movie trivia this is my favorite segment uh, the original teaser trailer for the first Spider Man the first Sam Raimi Spider Man movie yes that they, that they pulled from theaters. Was a helicopter caught in webbing between the two mm-hmm. the twin towers? Yes. which they should have left this. in because it was a really good shot. It's a really good shot, but you know, Spider Man was there to help us forget. Yes, you know, Spider Man. Yeah. Spider Man told us it was okay to. to Mayor to Giuliani said it's okay for you to shoot web again. It's okay for you to shoot web again. <laughs> I mean, like there is a you know, I, I it's okay to swing the again. Number one. I am the number one fan of uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, but there is a moment in the first one where, like, Spider-Man is on top of a building and, like, an American flag is reflected in his in yeah. his visor, and mm-hmm. he, he runs along it and swing, you know, like, it, that was very much a, like, hey, can we, can we patriot up Spider-Man mm-hmm. a little bit? Can we... <laughs> Can we inject some fucking raw patriotism in here? Can we can we get New Yorkers actually saying they like the city? Green Goblin <laughs> said it was okay to throw pumpkin bombs again. Mm-hmm. It's okay to throw Yeah, well you mess bombs. with Spider-Man, you mess with New York. You mess with That's one right. of us, you mess with all of us. And like I think you know, because Spider-Man comes out in like May of twenty twenty or two thousand two, so they couldn't have known yeah, like, no. it, it's not it's not actually a response to nine eleven. Well, and mm-hmm. the, all the all the Spider-Man, all the actual tried and true, like legitimate responses to 9/11 in a Spider-Man movie are in Spider-Man Two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Spider-Man One was just like, like Spider-Man wrapped at like 9:41. The first tower was hit at 9:42. Fuck! <laughs> Shit! Like, Damn it! What are we gonna uh, do? But Spider-Man ended up being being like that first movie ended up being like a an in like. A symbol of an enduring America. Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, well, he and, is uh, dressed in red, white, and blue. He this sure is. True. This is true. He sure fucking is. 
Uh, yeah, so it just ended up working out that way. Um, love, love, a, love a little jingoism, don't we, folks? Mm-hmm. Reminds me of when I filmed a little jingoism. My movie in Hawaii on like January fourth, nineteen forty-one. Yes, 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 yes. I remember. It was crazy. Uh, uh, I hope I got the day of Pearl Harbor close. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's December, but it's all Fuck. good. It's all good. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. As I said, there's stuff in Wall Street that like did get me on a visceral level, but that's just because like it resembled uh, recent traumas. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure, I, I think just like what what you know what we've said is just like it is a time capsule. And like, uh, as Justin said earlier, this is very quaint now, mm-hmm. uh, based on yes. like what we know, but also like what we've experienced as cogs mm. in the capitalist machine. And uh, you know, it's this very just like uh, it's this very yeah. quaint. It's well, this very. It's like trying to look at. it's like trying to look at the man with the golden arm in a post-opioid crisis America, like. Yeah, yeah, it was a huge problem, and like we and like we're not trying to diminish the suffering of those people, but the scale has changed with time. Yeah. It it feels like trying to go back to like getting a an emotional reaction out of like Jack and Jill went up the hill after watching like Richard Linkletter's Before trilogy. It's <laughs> <Just> like. <laughs> It doesn't. It does not scratch the same itch anymore. But, There's something but that did this Jack like, fell yeah, down yeah. and broke his crown. <laughs> it's like that's 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 not that's baby. That's literal goo goo gaga baby shit now. Compared to, <laughs> oh, to we're well past that stuff that we've experienced. Mm-hmm. I don't think a horse should be in the hospital. It's like we all agree. We all know. Um, hundred percent. Yeah, I just feel I don't know. We're we're just we're well past. We're well beyond uh, uh, Oliver Stone's Wall Street. Uh, mm-hmm. Our society has progressed past the need for Oliver Stone's Wall Street, um, a mid film, uh, a film that is mid, and mid. Mid. Doing MJF's mid, but doing it in the style of. I'm George Thorogood's Bad to the Bone. Mid. Ever since I was born. I have to I have to get this out because unfortunately because the media is a bunch of ghouls and disgusting, you know, monsters. Yes. Liberal media, yeah. Daryl Hannah is in this movie. As we said, apparently she did not get along with Oliver Stone, all this horseshit. Um Years ago. There was this, uh, and anyone who watched, uh, like, Best Week Ever on VH1 might recall <laughs> this. It at least gives you a snapshot of the era of time in which this story took place. Right. There was, like, a, a People magazine that came out and hit newsstands that was controversial at the time. And the cover of the People magazine, whatever magazine it was, one of those, like, rags... Uh, right. Had uh, this big like headline. The headline thing cover was celebrity flaws, and it had <sighs> and it had flaws. celebrity flaws, and it had like <laughs> a picture of Tina Fey, and it had like the circle and the arrow pointing at like the scar on her chin. Um, and uh, Daryl Hannah was one of the celeb, the flawed celebrities. Flawed celebs uh, on the cover where they're like. She's missing a fingertip, I guess. Um, oh. And, uh, 
you would never ever know it. Um, and I'm sure, like, if you had a convert, like, if you were in the room with Daryl Hannah, you may not even notice it. But this this People magazine, whatever, had to put it on the cover that, like, uh-huh. you these celebrities that you worship, they're flawed human beings like us. <laughs> uh-huh. And they wanted to call attention to Daryl Hannah's uh, fingertip. And so uh, this being the first Daryl Hannah movie that I've watched since Best Week Ever was on VH1. Yeesh. Uh, I, there was a few moments where I was I was looking at that finger, trying to see if I could spot it. Hmm, where's um, that? Where's that damn finger? Where's that damn finger at? Where's that? Where's your tip? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Where's your tip? Hey, everything but just the tip. Everything <laughs> but just the tip. <laughs> oh yeah, I forget she's in Kill Bill. That's right. That's is she in Kill Bill? She is in Kill Bill. She is the she is the the nurse, L Driver, aka I, California Mountain Snake. I take that back. There's been other Daryl Hannah movies I've seen since watching. Uh, well, she and Sean Young are both in Blade Runner. I'm learning. You know what? In, hey, Kevin, here's something. What it probably was <laughs> is that both Blade Runner and Kill Bill are one thousand times more fascinating films than Wall Street is. Um, and so, like. Watching, I love the first Godfather movie, but I have seen that movie so much that, like, now whenever I watch it, like, I'm always looking at the margins of the frame, just like, oh, right. I never noticed, I never noticed that Amerigo Bonzera is standing in front of the Corleone statue at the cemetery. Fascinating. That's like, <laughs> like uh, it's uh, maybe it was just like I was, you know, there's a lot of Wall Street where I was just like, oh, look at that, uh. Look at that uh that brick wall pattern in the in the back of Charlie Sheen's apartment there. How about that? You know how the Corleone family uh, uh, runs a front company called Genco Olive Oil. Mm-hmm. Yes. What if it was Jinko Jeans? Ooh, yeah, and like we need they to make hide... some pants that are so big. <laughs> and they and they uh like they they put the uh, like. There's people with whole ass Tommy guns in the in the bells of their bell bottoms mm-hmm. that they pull out and fire at Sonny Corleone at the toll booth. Okay, Jinko is my family's business. That's not me. I wear <laughs> pants that fit. Okay. I'm trying to go straight. Straight legged. Okay, this is your one chance to ask me about about my family jeans. Literally, it's in his jeans. It's, it's in his uh, jeans. Yeah. Like, it's like fucking Al Neary, but he's wearing big-ass jinkos. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Clemenza and some big-ass big jinkos. To me, because that, that man needed to look like a rocket ship, you know? Yeah, you know, you know, you know Fredo has betrayed the family because he's taken off his jinkos and has, has put on a man's street legs. <laughs> a trim-cut pant. <laughs> This is stupid. Can you tell that this is the show that we smoke weed during? Audience, can you tell? Can you, oh, I, I mean, uh, we didn't. Uh, we might. Uh, what? Uh, 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 oh, yes. Uh, we might. We might. Uh, we might. Uh, it's I, legal for me. Uh, it's, uh, it's legal for me because uh, I have a medical card. And uh, uh, I use uh, tinctures now. The little drops that you put under your tongue. Oh. And uh, I, I, I lo- it's perfect. Because I can, like, determine exactly, I can, like, I know I can, like, because they're measured by drops, I know exactly how I will feel after however many I apply. Um, I think that's very nice. Uh, it's it's super nice, and it, like, it takes effect very fast. I can, I can sit and, like, 
okay, I will start feeling the effects in 15 minutes. I will feel this much of it. Uh, and it's a, it's, it's a nice way to like finally get some sleep. It's a nice yeah. way to, Tell uh, you, dude. to, to relax. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, I'm, I'm an advocate for tinctures, the little drops that you put underneath <laughs> your tongue. Vern Tooley does not go puff up pass. He does not, not take a long draw off of vape. He goes, I go, uh, yeah, so um, this has been great. a very good episode about Oliver Stone's Wall Street. Um, what are we thinking for next year, boys? You know, I have my, I have my, you know, the one I'm most interested in is any given Sunday, but we should do that when 420 falls on a Sunday in several yes. years. Mm. Uh, I, I'd be down for, for no JFK reason. or Nixon. Uh, Nixon was one of mine. JFK, mm. I, I need a few more years before I can watch JFK again. Uh, I was honestly advocating for talk radio, Ooh. Uh, which is in my collection and stars, uh, Justin, for you, the, the Bernie Sanders analog from Secession. The actor's name escapes me. Yes. Uh, but he plays a talk radio shock. Jockey, shocky, oh jockey. Oh my gosh. Uh, Another so, woefully dated, like, concept. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm just interested. I want to see I want to yeah. see what goes on with oh, yeah. Eric Bogosian. I, well, uh, yeah, I, I want to see his take. A rude, contemptuous talk show host becomes overwhelmed by the hatred that surrounds his program just before it goes national. I oh need God. Oliver Stone's perspective on talk radio tagline: "The last neighborhood in America." What? Oh. Can you what? Can, can you imagine someone being rude on a broadcast? Can you imagine is this that? Like, How terrible. Was this Oliver Stone? Did Oliver Stone hear about Howard Stern? And he's like, I got to make this movie now? Is Basically, this, mo- yeah. this monster is, it, must be stopped. It comes out one year after Wall Street. This is like, one this is year. after the titanic success of Wall Street. He rolls right into talk radio. I um, am, I am very fascinated by this movie. Um, and also, we have an entire fucking year to d- discuss it. Mm-hmm. And 100%. also, uh, I'm sure that we'll forget majority of what was said uh, in this Guaranteed. conversation in like an hour. As soon but as I we do, hang up. Yeah. I do feel like because this is the second year of getting stoned. Um, I I feel like uh, we because Ollie Ollie Stone, uh, his heavy hitters are war money presidents. Um, and so like, uh, huh. you know, I, so I feel like, uh, uh, we need to, we need to, we need to watch a rush more before we watch a grand Budapest hotel. Mm. Um, and like mm-hmm. maybe get one more, one, the one last stone, uh, to, to lay the foundation mm-hmm. of like what this guy's our final about. cornerstone, our cornerstone. Um, and then, and then maybe roam about the cabin. But also, uh, again, like this this afternoon, I will forget. Uh, <laughs> I will probably forget that I've watched the movie Wall Street until this episode comes out. So uh, honestly, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter what we say. Oh well, yeah. of course we will watch uh, Wall Street Money Never Sleeps, a movie that came out and does exist. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, uh, and we and like I feel like we're all in agreement. Like Platoon is our Platoon is to this show as like McDonald's is to Doughboy. Like we have I was to... thinking the same for JFK though. 
Oh, really? Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I was thinking that JFK, because it's so big and so sprawling and so crazy, that maybe that would be the final one. Yeah. But also, and because I don't want to watch it again for another five years. A hundred percent, exactly. Um, and I am making no promises that we will cover every Oliver Stone film. Mm. Uh, but I will say that JFK will be the last one of these that we ever do. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is, it's the last one we'll ever do. But also, I spent $20 at the St. Louis uh, Institution Vintage Vinyl buying a huge Oliver Stone collection, so I'm committed to this. Yes. Vintage Vinyl uh, Vintage Vinyl carries the Melons record. Sure does. Kings. <laughs> Kings of industry. Support A St. Local Louis institution. An institution. Yeah. Vintage Vinyl. I was really glad to see it was still there, and I was really glad I could see I could get some fucking steals on a on a Phantom Thread Blu-ray on, Hell a, on a yeah. damn Oliver Stone DVD collection, dude. I was Hell I was yeah. living a, living high on the hog. Living high Last on the Last time stone. I was in the loo. Skip to the loo, my darling. My darlings. My darling. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. We'll cover something next year. You'll see it when it's uploaded uh, uh, on four twenty. <laughs> Um, you'll probably get it a tiny bit early at patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Uh, who knows? Could, could be, um, anything's uh, possible with George Bush in the white house (laughs) in Obama's America. I, Um, I would at some point like to watch W I would like, I'd like to, no, I want to, I want to do that pretty quick. So uh, if we are, if we are doing cornerstones, maybe, maybe we do a W that could be fun. Uh, yeah. And then and then we roam about the cabin. Or also, we just roam about the cabin. Who gives a fuck? It's or we just show. do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, but I, no I, one's stopping us. I, I am curious to hear what, like, Oliver Stone thinks about Howard Stern. 100%. Yeah. I, I, what is interesting to me about W is that it came out while Bush was president. Yeah. And it is allegedly not particularly harsh on George W. No, it's you know, actually very, like... Pitying of the man, yes. You know, which is and I might have, I might have said this last year. Um, it's been a year since we've done this, but I have lived an eternity since we've right done this. Uh, last Lifetimes week. have um, have have you know begun and diminished in the society. Of have moments. risen and fell. There was there was literally a moment a couple weeks ago where I was like, I've been talking for an eternity, so I feel like, and I so I feel like I've lived an eternity. Yeah, year. but like, uh, I remember I might have said this last year, but I remember going with uh, with Molly to to see W when it was out in theaters because it came out during the Bush administration, and I remember like I remember Molly and I not knowing a lot about Oliver Stone going into that movie and being like fuck him up Oliver like mm-hmm. we wanted blood yeah we wanted we wanted this thing to go for the jugular I wanted I viscera. I wanted yeah yeah um, and I remember I, being, want, I wanted we were, a head yes uh, and we eventually got one in an episode of Game of Thrones but hey. um, but I I remember coming we both came out of Molly and I both came out of the theater like disappointed thinking that like it let him off easy um, fast forward to a couple years ago um, I I was just flipping through the channels at my then girlfriend now wife's house. And I see W and I see I end up watching the whole movie and there were two images in that movie that like really struck me as as damning of of George W. Bush and his administration and his legacy that I was like, oh, fuck, like Mm -hmm. that that did feel like they went for the jugular uh, so many years later. So Mm -hmm. uh, 
it would be interesting to uh, to revisit that uh, through the lens of time. Yes. 100%. But also, I selfishly uh, want to cover all the ones in my DVD set. Oh, I understand. Right. <laughs> Which W is not in. Uh, Wall Street... We did watch Wall Street because it's on Hulu. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, that is why we chose this one. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> yeah. We're not sure. breaking Listen, the bank will, for will, any of this. I will send y'all some rental money for talk radio next year or whatever. I wanna. I am curious to hear what Oliver Stone has to say about uh, Beetlejuice, uh, the rest of the Whack Pack. Uh, the just all of Stern, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Uh, yeah, uh, I want to know. Very, uh, I want to. I want to know what Oliver Stone thinks about Robin. Uh, I want yeah, to. I, I gotta know. I want to see a scene where Eric Bogosian fucking shoots a hot dog into a naked woman's mouth with a right. gun or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to. I want to see Oliver uh, Stone ride see, the Sibian. Yeah, Oliver Stone rides the Sibian, and Octo Mom is there. Um. Yeah, I am very. That cute. actually sounds good. This sounds yeah. like Jeff, a good Jeff movie. Jarrett hits Beetlejuice with the guitar. Uh, yes, <laughs> the last outlaw. Uh, yeah. Uh, Artie Lang. Yeah, I wanted the whole the whole shebang again. Yeah. Fern, did you see my shirt? I did see your shirt. I'm jealous of it. Thank you. I I I, I I'm like, I uh, whenever I first saw you, I just saw like pink ridges the mm-hmm. the top of the O. And I, I see that against the black, and I was like, I know exactly what that is without having to see what it is. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit, pal. Uh, see y'all next year. Bye! Au revoir! Good night, everybody. But don't wake the money. Don't, don't wake, wake the, the money. money. The money is sleeping. Don't wake the money. Don't wake money. You said that earlier. Don't wake money. Good night, money. Mwah! I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Uh, my room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, hey, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. I'm taking it next semester and I know why. Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. I was going to go to work, but then I got high. I just got a new promotion, but I got high. Now I'm selling dope, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high, because I got high, because I got high. La da 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 I was gonna go to court before I got high. I was gonna pay my child support, but then I got high. No, you wasn't. They took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high, because I got high. La da 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 I wasn't gonna run from the cops, but I was high. Uh, I'm serious, man. I was gonna pull right over and stop, but I was high. La da da Now I'm a paraplegic, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, yeah. Cause I got high, because I got high. 
Because I got high. I was gonna pay my car note until I got high. Say what? Say what? I wasn't gonna gamble on the boat, but then I got high. Now the tow truck's pulling away, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I was gonna make love to you, but then I got high. I'm serious. I was gonna eat your pussy too, but then I got high. Now I'm jacking off, and I know why. Turn this shit off. Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Hey, do that over, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Go, go. I messed up my entire life because I got high. Lost my kids and wife because I got high. Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Now I'm sleeping on the sidewalk and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I'ma stop singing this song because I'm high. I'm singing this whole thing wrong because I'm high. And if I don't sell one copy, I don't know why. Why, man? Yeah, hey, cause I'm high. Cause I'm high. Cause I'm high. Are you really high, man? He really is high, man. Shoop, shoop, shooby doo wah. Get jiggy with it. Skippity bee bop. Oh, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Say what, say what? Afro man and I'm from East Palmdale. East Palmdale. And all the weed I be smoking is bomb as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent delivery. I don't believe in Hitler. That's what I said. Oh my goodness. Yes. So all of you skins, skins, please give me more hair. <laughs> more <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Marshall Durbin and hang some more chickens, cuz fuck it. Fuck the corporate world, biatch!